Well, there's the alarm and another delay in the rollout of the cannabis industry in Massachusetts. The state's Cannabis Commission is starting to come under fire about those delays. And meanwhile, the Bay State finally has a financial institution that will take their business. Yes, it's a credit union located in Gardner, Massachusetts. It's called Federal Credit Union and all that and more coming up on another edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Weeds with yours truly, Jimmy Young. We have a very special guest in studio to talk with, Adam Cavanaugh, who is the general manager of Leafly. Yeah, and uh, I also so many different aspects of the industry from the botanical side, from the financial side, from the legal side, from the operational side. Um, it's, it is totally mind-boggling. I really had no clue when I first attended New England uh, the Cannabis Convention, NECAN, back in March, and I started this podcast, and I was just totally blown away by all the different businesses that are around it, the ancillary businesses that are around the uh, the product. And, you know, <laughs> I knew it was, hey, yeah, you grow it, you put it in a couple of papers, you roll it up, you light it up, and you have a joint. I mean, those are old school ways of utilizing the product, but as it has morphed into a regulated industry, okay, there's all sorts of other ways to ingest the product, whether it is through uh, vape or through food or through uh, even capsules, um, drops, tinctures. I mean, there's so many different ways to ingest it. And of course, when you do put something into your body, uh, it interacts with the endocannabinoid system that's in there with everybody. Everybody doesn't realize that they actually have this inside of them, but they do. Whether they've smoked or used weed ever in their lives, you do have an endocannabinoid system, okay? It just needs a little gardening, you know what I mean? It needs yeah. a little plant food, okay? That's really what it is. It needs a little plant food to to, uh, to get it going. Um, where... Where's it going to go? I mean, everybody predicts, you know, billions and billions and billions of dollars, but it has to start somewhere, right? I mean, and, and I know that Massachusetts has voted it in, and here it is two and a half years later, and they're still not opening a, a, a adult use store. Frustration, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I think as a consumer, sure. Right? Okay. Um, yep. You know, and, and uh, as a business owner, sure. Yeah, um, good. Because I think one of the reasons why the illicit market has grown in Massachusetts is because of the delays in this rollout. I mean, if you even if you look at uh, California, you know, the illicit market there is still very, vibrant. very vibrant, right? Yeah. So I think, though, at the in the grand scheme of things, though, you are seeing infrastructure that's being built towards long term success. And and you know, as someone who's waited, you know. 30 plus years. Ooh, or 30 whole yeah, years. Sorry, 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 Whoa, yeah. that's all right. I, uh, you know, it's, it's double it's, that pal. <laughs> right. 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 So, you know, it's, um, you know, what, what's a couple of months, right? You know? No, no. Uh, and, and I think that's what everybody feels like yeah, too. Right. Yeah. And everybody's kind of chill anyway in this, in this industry right. we don't get too excited. And, um, I got to ask you about, yeah. uh, the freedom rally yep. that happened in Boston. You know, here's an event that is now in its 29th year in Boston. And it's always been a celebration of cannabis use on the public garden in Boston. And it's one of those things that I think officials and city people all just kind of tolerated when the movement was to get it legalized. Well, now that it's legalized, don't you think that the organizers now have to take their whole um, 
festival, if you will, to another level and, and make sure that what happened this past uh, week, uh, two weekends ago in Boston, when they left a horrible mess behind, can't happen again. You have to almost be doubly efficient and, and resource, uh, you know, come back out and clean up not once but twice to make sure that nobody can complain about it, right? I mean, they, they hopefully learned a lesson I, I would think so. And, and we had uh, a booth in the uh, educational village. And yes. We were, we were neighbors. We were neighbors. We were neighbors and at Sensi. Wait, well, I got to mention Sensi Magazine was neighbors. I want to make sure I get that plug in there because mm-hmm. we, we do love the Sensi Magazine folks. Yeah, they're great. Um, and, you know, it, there was, I think the mass can admitted that they, uh, you know, made a couple of mistakes. Yeah. Um, you know, logistically, as someone who got to drive on the Boston Common and, yeah. and deliver goods and yeah. saw the, you know, the trash on his way out and, and during the festival, you know, it definitely, and as someone who loves the, the Boston Common, you know, it, it is sad to see that there, you know, it was left that way. Um, obviously, I think, you know, everyone can do a better job of cleaning up after themselves and being responsible adults and vendors and, and all of these things. And, you know, part of it, too, is is definitely, you know, I think they need to look back and learn and say, OK, let's put in some stricter guidelines around logistics, around, you know, how we clean this stuff up, how people get in and out of the park to set up. And are there special times? Because it was, you know, it was honestly a little bit of a free-for-all yeah. uh, getting in there and setting up and people are, you know, going everywhere. And so, um, but at the end of the day, everyone loves the Freedom Rally. I think everyone wants to see it continue. Um, I think there's probably a way that they can do it. And they've already said they're willing to make some concessions and some changes. And so hopefully they can meet in the middle with, uh, you know, the, the friends of the public garden and the neighborhood associations and the city councilors and come up with a plan that works well for, for next year. The cleanup part, I think, is probably the easiest one to overcome. 100%. It's the uh, open display of consumption that I think is going to be very difficult to regulate on the public common and the garden. And by the way, you're not supposed to smoke cigarettes in public on the Boston Common. We all know that there's plenty of acts of civil disobedience going on with people smoking cigarettes as they walk through the common. But when it's a festival celebrating that civil disobedience for cannabis, it always stands out. And I I really do hope that the community can figure out a way to make it work. And if it isn't at the Boston Common and it has to move to another location, I don't think that's the end of the world because to me, after 29 years of efforts for normal, the National Organization of Reform and Marijuana Laws, they've won. The revolution kind of is over, if you will. And now it's here. So now let's act appropriately. Let's lead with education in addition to celebration. These are going to be some of my thoughts when I sit down with Maggie uh, Kinsella, who is the press secretary for MassCan, who seems to have been in uh, every single article that has been written over the last week or two weeks and yep. taking most of the heat. So. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I, you know, there's something to be said about continuing to try to have it on the Boston Common, and I think they've said that they very much want to do that. Right. And, you know, in my mind, you know, it, as long as it's in a place where it's still accessible to people, I think that's important. And I think that's maybe what they're trying to get at by still having it there is, is making sure that it's not in some stadium where you have to go through security and in some of those other things where it's still kind of like 
a little more loose, and and that's part of the beauty of it, you know. Um, and, and maybe that beauty, though, is it may have to change a little, just because. Guess what? For you, sure. You've accomplished change. Yep, yep. You know, the change has happened. Now act more professional, if you will. You're, 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 you've got a product that's going to be regulated. You might as well act like that. And and it seems like in Boston, every other weekend, there's another conference coming mm-hmm. to Boston. Yep. So everybody recognizes that Massachusetts, as the first East Coast state, is really uh, another guinea pig. Certainly, uh, they want to learn and try to do it the right way. I, I know that the New Jersey legislature now is looking at the Massachusetts model and emulating a little bit about what uh, the what, what has happened here. Now, I don't think it's going to take as long in New Jersey, but because Massachusetts really was starting from scratch and everybody does like to kind of copy each other mm-hmm. and, and replicate it. Um, hey, I got to ask you this question, and I, and I don't think I'm, I'm stepping out here. I, I, I believe that uh, you're going to welcome a new member of your family, uh, hopefully uh, soon, and everybody is healthy, correct? That's imminent. Uh, that is imminent uh, sometime this week, I believe. All right. uh, we'll, we'll maybe, by, a... maybe by the time that people are actually listening to this, it'll, be, it'll already have happened. Uh, it could be here. And, uh, the aliens I, have landed. Well, I certainly wish you the best of luck Thank with you. that. Um, needless to say, your life is about to change. And it is uh, something that uh, you will never, ever, ever regret uh, having a child in your life. It it changes your whole perspective on the world. Uh, It's an unconditional attachment to a human being. Now you're starting to get nervous, aren't you? (laughs) So I guess the question I'm going to have for you as a parent, your child is going to grow up in a society where cannabis is accepted. Are you, how do you plan on talking? And I talk to a lot of parents about this because people don't get it. Oh, I don't even know how I'm going to talk to my kids about this. And I said, well, do you talk to them about sex and, and alcohol? Because guess what? They're going to have to make decisions about that too. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that either. Well, guess what? You're a parent. You have to be comfortable with it because the child is going to learn one way or another. And wouldn't it be better if the parent guides them through this process than their peers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and are you ready for that? I I, I think I have to be. That's right. right. So. You have no choice. That's exactly right. You have no choice. Yeah. That's um, right. No, I think it, yeah, it's all about communication. You know, it's about uh, opening up the lines for questions to be asked, questions to be answered, and uh, you know, exploration. And there's no. You know, right or wrong answer as long as you're being honest and upfront and forward with these things. And I think, I mean, I'm in the unique position where I'm, you know, he's going to ask me what I do for work. And I'm going to have to explain this probably earlier than uh, most parents might have to. Um, And it's just about, you know, understanding that these things are, you know, used for different purposes, either medically or, you know, to relax. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, he's going to see me inevitably having a glass of wine with right. dinner and right. you know it's 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 all about just saying hey you know this it, is this is why uh and this is why i don't think maybe you should use it you know now you right. know and if you are going to use it now it is adult over 21 there's a reason for why liquor and cannabis is over 21 yeah. And here are some of the reasons why it is like that. I've had my fair experiences of run-ins with the law. And, there you as, go. Uh, you know, and so, like, it's still going to be illegal until that point. And 
ultimately it still could affect the way you turn out you know right. if, if you're using it too too young it could it could harm your um development you know, development right and so uh we want you to be the in the position uh best position for success in life and so you know try to you know remember yeah i'm gonna give you some father yeah. okay? okay it's all about parameters and boundaries yeah. and consequences for actions yeah. and you'll be saying this all the time to your children please make good decisions yeah and luckily in the beginning all they got to do is figure out where they're going to pee and poop for the next few years so you're all set pal because he's going to be wearing <laughs> a diaper and and you're going to be smiling and you're going to be giggling and you're not going to get a lot of sleep but i wish you and your bride um, a wonderful life with this new life and i so appreciate you coming in uh, to join me today on in the weeds absolute pleasure thank you that was adam cavanaugh the general manager of Leafly in Massachusetts, and you've been listening to In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. And remember that this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the clnsmedia.com website. A video recording is also available to you on theweedtube.com. Remember, this program is supported by our friends at Revolutionary Clinics. They've just opened their second facility for medicinal marijuana, and it's in the People's Republic of Cambridge. It's located on Fawcett Street, just next to that fun Fresh Pond Rotary. Rev Clinics provides itself on patient education and individualized service. Thursday nights are education nights for Rev Clinics at their 67 Broadway location in Somerville, and now on Fawcett Street in Cambridge. For Adam Cavanaugh, our executive producer, Joyce Gerber, I'm Jimmy Young. We'll see you next time on In the Weeds. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.